Welcome, everyone, to Loud and Proud Orlando. It's Monday, May 1st, uh, 8.43 p.m. Thank you so much for being live with us. Uh, we're back. We're back. I hear a lot of... Uh, <laughs> here's some mice, I think. I think Paula's having some mice. A nice party. Uh, no, but I just want to uh, definitely... Uh, very happy uh, for the for the win. You know, we, we won against LA Galaxy. You know, Um Hopefully, you know, like the title of the show says, turning point, right? Let's see if this is a turning point that the team needs so they can go and take on Montreal and all the other rivals are coming next. Um, all the DPs worked uh, perfectly. Kara had a phenomenal goal, technically beautiful goal. Mikey Holiday had an amazing game. I think uh, how... How we missed them. I realized that in that game that we missed at Mikey Holiday tremendously. And so very happy uh, for the performance of the team. Uh, I think everyone in the City Beautiful is ecstatic because not only Orlando City won, you also had the pride owning the San Diego Wave, right, in their house, Snapdragon Stadium. And then not only that, but then the cherry on the cake, a beautiful win of OCB. So it was like a, a triple-decker, right? A triple-decker, Orlando triple-decker win. Uh, very exciting uh, for the city. Paula's back. Paula, how are you? Uh, welcome. Yes, who's back? Back. I'm just kidding. It's going to rain if I continue um, oh singing. But I'm happy to be back. Long-deserved vacation, but I needed to unplug And what a performance we had this weekend. And hopefully we can continue having this fun. Because what I saw on Saturday was fun at the field. So um, glad to be back with y'all. So happy Monday. Yeah, definitely. Um, welcome back. John, how are you, my friend? Welcome. Good, buddy. Yeah, I am uh, happy for the win. Happy to get the, uh, you know home loss streak done like that's over we're not doing that again so from now on only home wins please that's all i want and i had a very very good game i enjoyed it a lot i went to go see paula in the tailgate which i've been promising to do for weeks and never made it over there so finally we made it over there and we hung out with the middlemen of orlando city and we went to the british pavilion and we did the pre-game shot with them and it was just a lot of Good tailgate fun vibes. It rained on us, but that didn't matter. And then that fun continued, like Paula said, when we hit the field, because it was three uh, DPs clicking, and, and I was smiling. I think everybody needed that. It was uh, a weight off our shoulders. Yeah, I want to say uh, I, I shall join you guys sometime in the tailgate. I'm going to try my utmost. Sometimes for me, it's a little hard. You're the so working man, Luis. So you're, people don't know you're up there, you know, putting in the shift in the press box. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, I'm going to have to take time to definitely make it uh, with you guys at some point. But, you know, I, I will say um, phenomenal game for Orlando City today. I want to say... Uh, The first thing that struck me the most was how much Mikey Holiday is so vital in the squad. It was, um, you know, the right side, the right flank. He dominated that right flank the whole game. I mean, uh, for the first time in, in a lot of matches, Orlando City, you know, um, just did not stop attacking from that side. And, uh, I mean, he's a young fullback with... Uh, a lot of potential um, and I feel like he's gonna if he keeps playing this way uh, they're gonna notice him 
in Europe. He's going to leave us soon. Uh, but that's good for Orlando. Uh, so far, I think he's definitely exceeding all expectations. Um, in the first few minutes, I noticed he's kind of started a little slow uh, to kind of getting to know the opponent. But then after that, like, I think the back line, the back four right there, we're giving him like, hey, you know what? Like, they give him confidence, right? You could see Jensen and AC talking to him and, you know, telling him where to position himself. A phenomenal uh, performance by Mikey Holiday. I want to say that that, to me, was the first impression. Uh, being able to feed Urjan Kara. Uh, and obviously they got the the goal right uh, at the near post. Uh, what were your your first thoughts uh, coming at this game, uh, John, uh, uh, against LA? I mean, my first thought is is great to see all three DPs clicking. I think that's the you know for me that was the big takeaway. It, we could have just got the win, and I would have been like, great, we got the win. But not only did we get the win, but we saw Kara looking like you know giving himself a real shout to say I should be back in the team as a starting striker, getting a goal. We saw Torres playing the 10 and running the whole team from that position. We saw Ojeda linking up with him. That third goal um, was yeah. just, you know, DP. It was like Torres' perfect little touch off. Ojeda picks up the ball, runs, plays the through ball to Torres, and Torres just stabs it home. And in that scenario, Ojeda's playing the 10, and Torres is playing on the wing. So it's kind of like those they're able to move around and that's Yeah, they kept of, switching. Switching Yeah, positions. like that that what we were talking about them becoming more comfortable, that kind of clicked in this game. And so I was really excited to see all three of those guys perform well, but only not only that perform well together on the pitch at the same time and, and linking up those plays. It was it was great to see and and congratulations to to all of them. I think they're they're right right where they need to be at this point in this uh, definitely. And, and Paola, you know, uh, I know you were at the game and you saw, you know, what were some of the things that, you know, the first impressions uh, out of the game? And do, do you feel like after this performance from Orlando Smith, we may see Mauricio maybe take a, a, a well-deserved rest or maybe coming in in minutes 75 or 60 uh, with fresh legs? Uh, what are your thoughts regarding the performance? I don't mind him coming as a super sub. Let's be honest. Um, I think that our DPs, like you guys said, clicked. And if ain't broke, don't fix it. So if it's yeah, working for true. us, right, um, for the, our next game, and we don't know if it's going to work or not. It's only one game with this formation. Hopefully, knock on wood, Oscar Pareja already found a formula to continue the season. And I don't mind um, Pereira as a super sub. Fresh legs in the 75 minutes. Why not? Right? Um, and Ojeda passes were on point. Like, and you can see that he already knows how the league plays and where the players are moving because he he did a bla a, a backflip to Aru uh, not Araujo, sorry, Angulo. And I was like, oh my God. Like, I think he finally found out how to be on this league successfully. So I was super impressed. And to be honest, and people will hate me of what I'm gonna gonna say, but I think this is has been the best performance that we have seen from Urchin Kara. He was going down, he was trying to get the ball. He was like he was free. 
he he was trying to prove something to us, I believe, and well deserved. I loved it. I I loved the passes that he did, connecting with Ojeda, with Facu, um, with when Angulo too. So I like it. And in the interview that I think you um asked him about this, Luis, I don't remember, but somebody asked him about Holiday, and he said to Holiday before the game. Just find me on the box and I will yeah, put find it me in the near net. post. Yep, in the near post, yeah. in the first post, and boom, there you go. So I'm happy that they're they're finding the way for Holiday too. Cause Smith was on point looking at Holiday. Like they're starting to click with Holiday, not like before, like, hey, Holiday's by themselves, by himself, like pass the ball. Now they're more f- freely. Um, I like this formation to be honest, and I think Oscar is gonna um, you said against Montreal, so I don't know. You know, uh, I do want to say, and I want to add, um, you know, like John was saying, the 3D piece, right? Um, you know, they started playing like it, right? I mean, they had, I think, after a long time, I think it wasn't since opening day that the 3D piece were on the field and Torres, Ojeda, and Kara, they looked um, – like in sync. I mean, like they just look like they're making plays and talking to each other. And, you know, we, we have a picture. I want to give a shout out to 181 Creative, our, our photographers of, of Facundo picking up Kara after, you know, he did that um, scissors kick, you know, attempted scissors kick. And, uh, you know, LA came out. I wasn't, I want to give um, a shout out to Lacuna Galaxiana podcast lacuna galaxiana podcast they they had they invited me uh to to that pod to preview the game and uh they were telling me that they had that they between a lot of the teams playing right now in the west they are one of the teams that handle the most possession and looking at the stats at the end of the game i can certainly say orlando really like i'll possess them the whole game i mean uh, i'm looking here at the stats and it says uh um, we kept we kept control of the ball sixty percent, sixty percent in the first half, and then fifty five overall the whole match. So we were certainly the protagonists. We were, you know, and, and another thing that I think it was fantastic was Chicharito. <laughs> Chicharito just kept being Chicharito, whining and 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 pulling his pants up and 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 doing all this temp and tantrum stuff that got him out of England uh, and, and got him out of Spain. But uh, nonetheless, he's a threat, and our center backs delivered. And whether a lot of people say no, you know, definitely when Luca Petrasa comes back, he's going to come back maybe to be a starter. But Kyle Smith, he is the second option right there. I, I, I think that line of four, it, it needs to stay. I mean, Kyle Smith, he might have not had the speed, but he has the defensive prowess in which the wingers uh, from the other team cannot pass you, you know, and or, or 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 grab a through ball and throw a through ball, and then oh my god, like I'm out of position, I'm because uh, I'm attacking, right? So I, I like that tactically, Kyle Smith helps Orlando City tremendously defensively and makes AC and Robin focus on their on what on their task or what they have to do in the back line not just trying to jump and hey, I, oh crap i got to help out the win back like you know and uh, living in space like it happened in dc so uh great performance by the lions super exciting and um you know 
what we're obviously we're not here to say and i want to give the mic to john um oh my god we just you know we you know we're the kings of the world you know we're the champions you know you know we won the mls cup right obviously not what are some of the things you notice that we need to still improve um john well i think that I think you're right. I think Smith did have a really good game as yeah, yeah. left back, but that's we're taking a backup right back and using him as a left back. So as much as I think he had a quality game, and part of the reason is that if you notice at times, we actually drop into the three center back formation and Smith was coming in closer to Jansen. And then that like Angulo would go a little bit further into the left wing back and Mikey was already hanging out in that right wing back. And then similarly, like he would also come in to the left-hand side where Mikey would drop back. So they were kind of playing a flexible back line there, like we've seen before, like when Juan used to go up and, and Moutinho would stay back. So we're seeing that from Smith. I think it worked well there, but is it a solution long-term? I think also what it tells us is, like, I pick Santos to go in and Paulo, you pick Santos to go in at that left-back position because it's like, okay, we don't have Petrasso, but I still prefer a naturally left-footed left back in Santos, right? But clearly Oscar doesn't. So I think what we've learned from this is that he prefers to play Kyle Smith at left back. And like you said, probably because of the defensive solidity that he gives you, right? He's not an attacking left back, but he's like a left-sided center back almost that can basically be so solid defensively that he allows Mikey to go up on the right-hand wing and we don't get you know caught out too much with too many guys going up the field at once. But clearly Santos has, has fallen down that pecking order, right? I thought when we first scouted him and signed him that he was supposed to be our number one left back. So I don't know whether we missed the, you know, maybe we misassessed what Santos is capable of, but clearly he's he's not the choice in that position. So that's a negative, I think, um, for sure. I I also want to say, you know, we got to take it with a, a pinch of salt, right? Like it's a, right. <laughs> a great assault. I don't, what's the phrase? We're playing the bottom team in the West, essentially. Right. They haven't really been able to win. Like you said, they're out. They're without Ricky Puge as well. I can never say his name right. Um, but he is a huge part of the way they play and the reason they dominate the ball in possession. So without him, they look kind of lost. Um, so I, I don't think our solution, like, you know, I don't think everything is great again obviously I, you can go from highs to lows extremes right um just like when we lose and we say don't throw everything away it's okay when we win this kind of game it's like okay you gotta you know look at it level heads, level heads, right we beat a team that we should have beaten and we did and like you said we should have got three or four so maybe that's a negative that we weren't as clinical as we could have been like we could have scored more goals and we kind of left some on the table um, but that's really big nitpicky. And I think that overall, it was just a great performance. And a, a big one for me, you mentioned it, was the center backs. I think Jansen yeah. and, and, and Antonio, they have such a good relationship. And they have a great relationship in a back four. I yeah. don't know if they know how to do that in the back three. And so when yeah. we kind of returned back to that. Um, I have one more point, but I'm not going to steal it because I'll just talk all day. And, and Paula's going to say <laughs> something, so... Go no, ahead, well, it, go. well, the other thing is is Cartagena. Yeah, I think that he just I love I love I love a defensive midfielder, and 
him and Arujo just made us so much more solid with a double, you know, double pivot, two eights, whatever you want to call it. That's right. I was calling for Dagger Dan the whole whole week because I love me some Dagger Dan. And I still <laughs> think he could play that position. But based on what I saw of that game, Cartagena has to stay there next to Arujo. And it, it gives us so much solidity in that midfield that then you're able to attack more and not get caught. No, I have a wait. question. Oh, ahead, sorry, Paula. Luis. No, no, no. Ahead, like, do you think because we have these two defensive midfielders, do you think this impacted the connection of the RDPs in the front? I, I think that's more that you removed Mauricio. <laughs> I, I know that sounds really bad, but it's true. It's, it's no, no, like, it's true. That's why I'm laughing because now that I'm thinking of it. It's your playmaker is, right? Mm -hmm. So when you take Mauricio out of there, the only real guy that everyone's looking to is Faku. So then That's that right. puts everything on him and he's running the show. When you've got two guys who want to run the show, it doesn't work. And there's a little bit of a power struggle there. And I think as much as I love Mauricio, I think you kind of see here in this scenario how much how much fresher we look without him. Sad yeah, and, 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 and one thing that I want to add to what, what Paul and John said was um, – Cartagena knows how to play these type of games. Uh, I mean, he played national team, and I think what helped them was playing his true position. He's an eight. He's a defensive eight. And what helped him was recouping the ball. I mean, you have to say, and I'm not trying to knock the win down. You know, the win is, is a great win. But also, you, you know, LA Galaxy's mid was disaster. I, I expected more out of Brugman. I expected more of the the the, the players that play in that positions that will face Araujo. I thought Araujo was going to have more competition coming into this game because playing a, a player like Brugman that has played against them many times in Uruguay. And I didn't see that. Why? Because Cartagena was very poised and he uh, recovered the ball plenty of times, which gave freedom for the three in the middle to just exchange positions and play freely. And I think we need to definitely replicate that. And we need to definitely uh, maybe see, okay, these two are working. Dagger coming as a sub also worked tremendously. Orlando did not lose possession whatsoever. So maybe that's maybe that's what we need to do, right? And at some point, Pareja added Felipe, <laughs> right? So, I mean, like, and then you have, like, solidity and fresh legs and they're all players that can hit you in different ways um i want to go ahead and ask paola this you know we're watching here the thank you to our city communications for the footage we have the goal right so we have mikey throwing the ball and then you know a beautiful finish by arjun Cara. but i want to because you know you you've been you guys been at the wall and um so here comes Kara running and looks at the fans that they're all static, yelling his name. And then he goes and looks at them, lifts up his shirt. Right? Right? And looks at them in the eye. He's just, he's like, that's right, that's right. And then he proceeds to walk away. Is it, is it, I'm staying here. I'm back. I'm, I'm here. I'm back. Right? Now, um, I've asked Urgen, and I want to ask, ask Paula's opinion on it. I've asked Urgen what happened, like why he celebrated this way. And he gave me his answer, but I want to know first impressions out of that. Because a lot of people are talking online. They're saying, 
oh, like, you know, how, how dare he, you know, like, so, I mean, I think it was just celebration personally, but uh, to me, I think he's just uh, saying I'm getting all the bad juju out, you know, I'm getting the bad juju out. This is a brand new me, you know, a brand new me. And, uh, and that's it. I don't know. What are, what are, what are your thoughts regarding um, urgent celebration? I, I like that question that you asked him because his face, like he wanted to laugh, but at the same time, okay, I'm in an interview. I'm not going to laugh. Let me give an answer. Um, honestly, I don't take it as a bad. I, I I have talked bad about Kara. If he's chushing us, fine. If he's not and then getting out that bad juju is fine with me too. Um, this is not the first time that he does, does this right. celebration. He did it like twice before. Um, I think Charlotte and I don't remember in the other games. But um, to be honest, I think it's just – Players see the comments in Twitter. Players see the comments and and what people are talking about them in um in Instagram and Facebook and all this social media shenanigans. But they're not gonna address. I'm charging ch all those people to shut up and continue my like I'm back. Like you said, Luis, if he did it in that intention, I don't mind. Just continue to play like you played on Saturday. And prove those fans wrong. So I, I didn't, I didn't get it. Like, oh my god, I'm offensive. Blah blah blah. Nah, it's just a celebration. It's just soccer. This is the, this is the beauty of soccer. You can celebrate. I wish I can play soccer and do a celebration like that. I, I would have been super cocky too. So I don't, I don't blame him. I don't blame the guy. No, I mean, um, John. Uh, personally, uh, I, I, he replied to me. He said, "Let me look. I'll be honest with you." Uh, I celebrate like this all the time, but I, it was just a matter of me just having a new beginning. That's what he said, right? And a new beginning as a, as a player. Uh, but I am thankful for the fans. I am I, I I'm excited to play in front of them, you know. And I I feel his honesty too. He went to laugh because yeah, I mean you can certainly tell, and I want to tell everyone they read what you write. I mean. They read what you write, what you say. They read it. And I mean, yeah, you can take it that way. But I, I feel like it was more of like getting that bad juju. And hopefully this performance takes Kara to the next level because the club did, has paid a lot of money for him. Right. Uh, what are your thoughts regarding um, Kara? I, I feel like it is. I think as you said, it's it's him like, OK, I'm going to shush the haters and not necessarily like the fans are the haters. Like mm -hmm. maybe it's just like a positive mental attitude thing. It's like, okay, right. enough of negativity. And it's, I think this one was like Robin a, stuff. It's like a comeback goal for him. Right. But you know what I hadn't seen? I had not seen him pointing at the field and saying right. like, I'm here. Cause that, that to me looks like a very clear reference of they're not selling me. I'm staying. I'm not going anywhere. So, right. It, it, I think a, at some point they might have had a conversation with him to say, like, look, you're a DP and you're not producing. So, you know, I I think at some point you got to say, you, right, you're the big guy. We expect more from you. And right. this is what we expect from him in a game like this. I don't right. think, you know, this doesn't mean that he's going to be, you know, 20 goals a year striker, right, just because he scores one. So, you know, I, I would still start Duncan. I mean, that might be controversial, but if he was fit, I'd still start <laughs> Duncan. 
personally. No, no, just because I, I feel I, like Duncan's worked harder for you this year, right? And he's got more goals than Kara. So I, I, I do think it's a step in a positive direction for Kara, but he needs to play like that every game. Like we've seen Correct. other games from him where he just goes missing. He doesn't do anything and he doesn't contribute and he's not doing the runs like Paula was saying. So one game doesn't, you know, instantly put you back in the team. In my opinion, he was a, a massive improvement from him, but we need to see consistency and we just need to see hard work. I, I don't mind if he misses some chances, but I want him to run for the ball. Like that, that run that he made for the goal is, is the kind of thing we want him to seeing making movements in the box that are intelligent and clever holding up the ball he did that so well um and that's something that you know take a leaf out of benteke's book right learn how to do that and that's something that we can play off we can play the ball to car he can take it down lay it off to ojeda or torres so he had a lot of positives and the goal is great but it's got to continue you know and like i said i i think if, if mcguire is healthy i would i would still start him i think he's shown more this season that then Cara has, but that might be a and, controversial take now. And also Cara <laughs> was receiving the ball much closer to the box than in other yeah. games that it was outside of the box. It was far, etc. So that's why we saw a different Cara too. And I don't know if you guys agree, but he was getting more inside the box um, crosses and passes. So that's why probably we saw a better Cara. He's an inside-the-box striker. That's what it is. Like, he's a – put it to me where I'm in a good zone. I'll run a few yards here or there. He's not a workhorse striker. So there's different things. And I think we can totally play with one, like you said. You just got to adjust. We have to play how we did against the Galaxy. You, you can't play – maybe he's not the guy for away games then, right? Maybe you still put in McGuire because when we're playing away, it's, it's a different kind of tactic. No, wholeheartedly. Let's read some comments here. Uh, Banjo, he says, I like uh, Mauricio being a super sub, but then who will be the captain? Uh, well, Robin Jansen was the captain in this game. Um, and I believe that maybe it's going to be Robin Jansen uh, be the captain uh, if Mauricio needs to be, um, you know, be that super sub that we need. Uh, Calling OCSC, Galaxy usually do better in position. We'll have Ricky Pooch. He was suspended for this match, which allow us to uh, dominate the mid. Uh, true, that's that's a great assessment, actually. Uh, Ricky Puch, they definitely need a Ricky Puch there because uh, Brugman and the other guy, they were not doing anything. As you could see uh, in this play right here, they broke. Uh, like, like look, they're like falling. Like, like look at the speed of Angulo, like in the one-on-one. -on -one. And look, he's just, just trying to get him. Nobody, look. So they're making Ojeda be open. Ojeda goes for the kill, right? Phenomenal save by Klinsmann. I was so sad about that. Yeah, I was like, uh, oh, my God, what a goalkeeper. And that's another thing we should improve, too. I mean, we just – I think he th he should have just uh, attempt to maybe pass it or, 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 or just try to find another solution. I think he took too long to shoot it. And so he gave the, the keeper – the chance to position himself better to get the save. Uh, that's just the well, way I saw it. I think he wanted to do that shot like two right. phases earlier. If you watch Angulo, it took a right. little bit too long to get him to the ball. Right. And that's then by I'm the saying. time he gets, he's still thinking in his mind, I want to play that kind of shot. But at that point he could have just put it in the bottom corner, right? He didn't need to go for all the, so and sometimes he was it is like and everything. he goes, he goes for the, 
the really good looking, you know, but yeah. he's going to score one of those. Yeah, one of these games, gonna yeah. he's going to score a 30 yarder that goes in the hopefully, top corner and everyone is going to go crazy, out. right? Hopefully he's the, hopefully he does it in French Canada. Uh, Mr. J Santo seven puppies, humbling remarks on listening are a huge positive for the team. Yeah. And I wanted to tell you guys, you know, yeah, uh, Oscar said, uh, I asked him the question, you know, because I think he watches our show because how, how do I kind of maybe, you know, because he as soon as he saw me, he started smiling like like because I asked him about Faku. I was like, so, you know, profit, you know, what are your thoughts? You know, I know that uh, Fakuna had a phenomenal game as a 10. Uh, are, are we going to see him more playing the 10, you know, kind of like, saying, you know, and uh, he's like. He started. He started smiling because he's like, "Yeah, I think you know, pretty much told me, you know, yeah, you guys are right. Yeah, he needed to play the. T- I need to listen better. You know, I need to be a better listener." And he kind of said, "I need to be a better listener with my players too. So maybe, maybe Taku came the, to him. Yeah, said, the players have told. Yeah, I want to play the ten. Like, let me play the ten. And you know, it, it worked. Like that. That cohesiveness between Ojeda and Faku was." I think, uh, and Angulo, I think, uh, all them three were just on point. Uh, uh, Victor Rosa, good win, but this team still needs a lot of work to do. I agree 100%. Mauricio needs to stay on the bench, and Duncan is definitely the starter. Yeah. I mean, I mean, look, we don't want to like be so harsh on Mauricio because Mauricio is a great, a great person, and he's a great player, but I believe that, you know, in every team – you got to know what works and what doesn't and also know your place. Right. And I feel like at the moment with the competition that we have coming up ahead, Montreal, Columbus, we're playing three games away uh, coming up. And then after that, we play uh, NYCFC and then we travel to Miami. So um, we need to find more consistency. And if we're finding that consistency, with Mauricio coming in minute 65, and he's being more effective with fresher legs coming in the second half. I'll take that for the veteran. I think, and I think he will agree because he loves this team and he's love he loves the players. So he's like, if that's gonna help the team win, hell, I'll do I'll do whatever he needs to do to for the team to win. Like I and I, I have it's nothing I, I, like there's a lot of drama that, that gets created out of this type of uh you know, there's no drama b- between the team. I mean, the team, you, you should have seen the team after the game. Like, I, I witnessed it. It was amazing. They were laughing. They were hugging each other. They were, like, you know, yelling at each other, too, like, you know, jokingly. And then they were playing all these, blasting all this cumbia, Argentinian music, like, blasting out. And they were partying. And, you know, it was, it was, it was nice to see them. Obviously, uh, it's a celebration of getting the bad juju out at home right and let's hope for that consistency but that consistency ain't gonna happen if we're gonna revert into the form we just we just left right so um uh great game let's let's keep watching the game uh that uh, i think faku's goal is like coming up right here right here look 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 at that flick with uh kara right there ojeda She's Faku. When he did that flick, yeah. Erishan to Ojeda was like. Yeah, not only that. <laughs> yeah, not only that, but he hit. Like, like, look at the like the technical prowess of this guy. I mean, look, he just hits it with his, like, 
side, like, like to the side, like, look, uh, that's, um, wait, right here, right here. Look, he hits it with the outside of his foot. That's the technical prowess I'm talking about. Hits him I with call the, that the cheeky poke into the corner. The cheeky poke, like, in, yeah, cheeky exactly. Poke past the keeper, you just yeah, tap it a little, you know. Just he knows where the space is, and he goes, "I'm just gonna." It yeah. hits the keeper in the arm and bounces Look down, that. but yeah, it's he like knew a exactly indoor, where he was gonna put it. it. It's like an indoor soccer shot, like straight up, like an indoor soccer, like futsal. There you go. Yeah, like a, like in. He did it to the to the best player in LA because Klinsman had a phenomenal game. <laughs> like Klinsman had a phenomenal game, and you know he just did that. That's a, that, and that was a phenomenal goal. I just can't believe the defenders didn't get it. But you know, good good for good for Faku because he also was on a draw. I think he also was. Uh, his goals were kind of being missed. People already started questioning him. Oh, what kind of DP is he? You know, uh, good for him. You know, good for him. Uh, so here you also, go. that that image there shows that was the thing for me was we haven't really seen them all in like a big group celebration for me. Like, yeah, there's been a few times guys have scored and I've, they've kind of like looked at each other. They don't really know who to celebrate with. And there's sort of that awkwardness of like, what am I going to do and who do I go hug? And this one was just like a, they all just, you know, piled on Faku like, oh, he's the man. And then he still got to take a selfie. So. It was just really great to see that that unity between the boys. I think that was the, the real highlight for me. I feel like they're they're more of a team after. No, definitely, yeah. I mean, everyone, er, everyone, everyone just hugging each other, and you know, and the fans right there, you know, they're smiling. See, so. Yeah, it's good for him. He deserves it. You know, Orlando's win got to Uruguay. I, mean, I think I saw some Uruguayan media. Uh, they were showing his goal. And then after that, Orlando could have had a third, I think, uh, a couple of, of opportunities, and it didn't pan out. But And there was also this allow goal, too, right, uh, in the beginning of the first half. Um, but... Uh, Great game, guys. I mean, great game for Orlando City overall, right? And uh, that brings us to uh, some more comments. Uh, Victor Rosa says, all respect to Mauricio. He's been great for us. I just feel like the team will run better with Facu at the 10, and Mauricio is also a liability on the defense. All right, there you go. Uh, and no, it's okay. And then uh, we're going to go and jump into um, what's next, right? Uh, Montreal, right? Oh, Wait, one last thing we got to mention: the uh, debut for Alex Freeman. We would talk. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! That was yes. the field. Your word got just, out there, John. Uh, I don't know. I was, it was there. The, I like to think that we made a small part in getting Alex Freeman his debut. That's hopefully, great. but probably not. Yeah, it was probably always that. on the cards. But I like that he talked about it was only a couple minutes, but just getting him on the field for a couple minutes just breaks that. You know, okay, now you've. You've had the your, eyes. You've had your start. Yeah. Right. And it's everyone like that next was very happy. Yeah, they were super pumped and everyone was talking about it. And clearly, and then he goes and scores for OCB the next day. So clearly justified, right? He's ready to make that step up, I think. Yeah. And uh, Pareja said on post, post press conference, um, hey, you know, I was going to give him more minutes. 
but then LA Galaxy started gaining momentum. So I, you know, I yeah, the gonna... game started to get choppy in the right. mid, and right. it was it was fine. It was almost at the end. They were tired, and I was like, oh my god, are they gonna score a goal? Come on, no, 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 don't don't do it, don't do it. But they hold on the fort until the um the end. Urshan Kara and Faku they made to the MLS team of the week. Um, Faku starting on the start eleven and and Urshan on the bench, just an FYI. Cool. That's excellent. You know, Ergen Carr has scored his first goal in the MLS play this season. Uh, also, Facundo Torres netted his second goal of the season and the second of his MLS career against the Galaxy. Mikey Holiday has his first assist of his professional career uh, with a Kara goal. And Antonio Carlos had added the secondary on the finish for his second assist in many matches. Um, Pedro Galese... That's another thing that we need to say. Uh, rapid fire. Pedro Galese passed Joe Bendick for most appearances by an Orlando City goalkeeper. 93 appearances. Um, he already holds the club record for the goalkeeper starts, wins, clean sheets, extending his shout-out record to 25 in all competitions of the night. Uh, so, um, And also it was Robin's first time as a captain. So a lot of people also online are saying – about why Pedro is not more like if Pedro is having so many good performances, why isn't he featured more in the MLS? Right. And I think, I don't know, but I feel like it, it's maybe because he leaves for national duty a lot. Maybe that's it. And they base the stats off MLS games. I don't know. What, what are your thoughts regarding that, John, real quick? I think he's just underrated by the league. I think he has yeah. been for many years. I think, you know, they're always raving about Andre Blake and I think, you know, very, very good. Keeper. But <laughs> last, like last year, there was, I think he made it into the goalkeeper of the year competition, I believe Pedro did. And there was three or four other guys in there that regularly win it on the weeks and, you know, were talked about as being up there as the best keepers in the league. And, Pedro, I think, is in that conversation, but they just don't seem to add him in. I don't know why. I don't. To be honest with you, I find goalkeepers a very strange one. I think that certain goalkeepers are, you know, hailed even when they, they're they not good anymore. I think Pedro is consistently very, very good goalkeeper. And that's what you want out of the goalkeeper at this level is just consistency, right? And so he always produces. I think other goalkeepers can have great time like great weeks and bad weeks um but he's always consistent for me and so i think it's a shame that he gets overlooked man as a lot of people talk about it um and that he should get more recognition right um let's uh we don't have any more comments so far but i do want to say this twenty-two thousand five hundred nineteen people are for explorer stadium that is including you guys too including me well i actually i don't count but uh you, you guys you guys do count twenty two thousand five hundred nineteen, and they saw orlando win in a very i think one of the best games orlando's played um in, in the so far i think uh and uh there was rain and typically when we play with rain <laughs> it's really not a good game but uh phenomenal win and that brings us to uh talk about you know put a pause a little bit on what's next to Montreal, but because today they got bling. Orlando City got bling bling. Uh, you know, the, the players got 
rings, baby. Yeah, rings. Yeah, we got Orlando City has more rings than Charles Barkley. Could you believe it? That's crazy. <laughs> right. That was such a bully move, but you're correct. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the city of Orlando. We, thank you, Orlando City Communications, for the footage. Uh, let's play some let's play this beautiful video here. Let's put the volume. Oh, there's no volume, but okay. Well, this is still shot of the of, of the ring with the smoke in the background. Meaning. The diamonds look, have a look meaning. At look, look at that, man. I do want they more. The, do they give those in England, John? It's not really a thing. No, it's a very American thing to be like, here, have a ring. It definitely Look, is, it's, but it's cool. Like, I mean, Kay has one. Yeah. I'm super jealous. It says her name on it and everything. So Really? Yeah. Kay has one? Yeah. It's rolling oh, on it. Yeah, I want one. I think it's cool. And it's something that in American sports they expect, right? I know yeah. it's, it's something that everybody wants, so. It That's looks super cool as well. Yeah. They did a really nice yeah. job of it, and the, all the little details are amazing. Yeah. Um, so you can see the cool wall. They, they the should wall. put one in That's the stadium, the right like there. a display the case, so the fans can see one. You know, like here's one for the fans. A fans. Now, ring. if they do a replica ring, look at Orlando City. We're, we're helping. We're helping you guys. If you guys do a replica ring, I know it's gonna sell out. For sure. Now look at that. Beautiful. It's so Georgia. beautiful. Just put it on a t-shirt and I'll wear it. I won't I don't need the that's ring. Right. I'll just wear it on a t-shirt. <laughs> you're gonna wear the, 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 the big ring and you're gonna get your cup too. Yeah, get your, your, your... <laughs> No, but that that's 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 phenomenal. That's great. And you know, the cool part about it is that the the players were Super happy. Let's play some pictures here. They're loving it on social media, man. I think every player oh, appears that like, don't post don't very often. They're like there with their rings, looking all cool, loving it. Like they're you can tell that means a lot to them. It's yeah, to yeah. See. Yeah, it was it was great to see. And uh hold on right here. There you go. So that's Faku wearing a Guayabera mi abuelito, you know. Uh, yeah, he's super stylish though. You can see Faku like coming into the game, super stylish. I'm like, look at Faku on And I want to give a shout out to Mark Thor because Mark Thor was at the game. I mean, you should have seen the pictures he had. Phenomenal, man. He was just like with a camera, like just like doing all these crazy angles. And then uh, in this in this ceremony, um, ranked uh, ceremony as well. Uh, look at that. That's Mauricio. Right, maybe giving some us uh, uh, Oscar, right? And then that's the picture. Look at that. Look at Alex, man. So proud of him. Pedro, you have uh, Thomas, Cesar. I know he forgot to tuck in his shirt. No, that style. Know. That style. No, no. <laughs> oh, that style now? No, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just defending Cesar. So. Uh, then you got Wilfredo uh, Rivera, Jacqueline. That's great. Is it bad it, that it, the main thing I take from this photo is that Angulo is a lot shorter than I thought he was? <laughs> Doesn't he look shorter yeah. than he realized there? Like, he's smaller than... Or it's just Alex Freeman is so massive that he, yeah. makes, he makes Angulo look small. Because he's next to... He's the same height as Mauricio. I thought I he was taller shorter. than that. I've been, mm -hmm. I've been fooled. That's why he flies in the field. And you know, that's so great that, you know, they're having these moments and, you know, they get a, a little also, a, a part, it's part of American culture, right? The rings. So that's, that's, that's phenomenal. 
you know uh look at kyle kyle looks so awkward like he just like <laughs> he looks like a senior yeah he looks in high like school he, he looks and all the staff got rings as well. That's so phenomenal. That's super cool, a bunch of staff. That's awesome. And, then, and they deserve it, man. Send them out to people like Benji. His will be in the mail, and and even Huan will probably be getting his in the mail. So you know, look out for pics of other players. When yeah, and, arrive, not, hopefully and, not, be cool and, and not only that, but that, I mean, this. Uh, I'm I'm not trying to, you know, since I started covering the team, like the front office has been nothing but fantastic just treating media and uh they 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 do a phenomenal job so i mean i'm so happy that they were able to join into the celebration look at antonio carlos man look at that picture it looks like a branding of calvin klein or something i don't know right right like they're not being mailed we're not mailing them (laughs) apparently they're being hand delivered to the players really at a lot of cost to the club so Hand delivered by by whom? I don't know. Are we sending someone? Are we paying a flight just to like carry the ring to Portugal to be like Benji here? Send me, man. I think they're gonna do like socials or something, but apparently it's it's not being done by mail. So there we go. Look at at Luis Musi. There you go. It's great. They put a lot of effort to it, and a lot of you know it really shows how much it means to the team and the organization that they get to celebrate. They probably just had to wait this long for the rings to come in because they're all custom. So. They probably just and wait, like they're waiting for them to arrive, and then they could do the celebration. This will be fuel for the new players for this year's tournament. So, so they we can Ma- win another uh, trophy. I don't mind. Mikey, Fabian Loyola, eh, Kibugunchi, right? Those guys from OCB. Like, I mean, this is your opportunity, guys. I mean, it'd be fantastic to have them like play. Uh, Thomas, Thomas Williams, he can maybe have two rings this year, right? Can you imagine them with two rings? Like, come on, bring us another trophy. And uh, Orlando's um, quest for U.S. Open Cup Part 2, uh, it will be against Charlotte, Charlotte FC. They're going to be in Ric Flair country. I was going to uh, say, they're not going to play on the Bank of America field, right? They're going to play in a different stadium. Yeah, they're going to play in a different stadium. But, That's uh, fine. Definitely, I mean, with all due respect, I think Orlando should win that game. I mean, it, it, I think as a team, a must. both OCB and Orlando City, the first team, it's it's better competition than Charlotte too. That, that like the no, they call something else. The the King something, the King's Court or something the like crown that. Crown something. Yeah, the crown. Yeah, the King's Court. Yeah, the Crown and, and uh, or the first team of Charlotte. In my opinion, I think Orlando City should should win. And then you know, we'll see after that, right? We'll face the uh, we, we could be facing Inter Miami again. You know, if if they win their game. By the right. way, I'm going to that away game. I'm going to Miami. To where the what the uh, the Inter Miami Orlando City and May twentieth. May twentieth. Yep, I will be there. I'm going. Really? Yeah. Let me know. I'll be there too. Ooh, huh? loud and proud yeah. over there, John. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. You're going to Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, Fort Lauderdale on Miami. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
That sounds good. To the practice facility, probably. Oh, no, the practice facility is better than the stadium. To go to that stadium with a bunch of pop-up stands, you know? Like, they don't have a real stadium. <laughs> it's just, like, half a stadium and then, like, just a bunch of stands and, like, a couple food trucks. It'll be a good time, I'm sure. No, I get this. It'll be great. Away days in Miami are always fun, for sure. I mean, that's a huge, huge game. Um, we'll get those three points on the road. Come on, we need to keep this away form going. We got so many away games. In this run, I was looking. We, we, we haven't got a home game for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were cutting in and out, John. I didn't hear you. There you go. Let Can, can you hear me? Yeah, sorry. But I was I saying we haven't got a, a home game for a while. We've got so many away games. No, so we got to no, keep no. that away form up. True. And uh, we're going to kind of dive in real quick to some pride. Uh, the Orlando Pride also won 3-1 to one in Snapdragon Stadium against San Diego Wave, which uh, has old Alex Morgan, uh, well, Alex Morgan, old former Orlando Pride player that she's playing there now, and also Taylor Korniak, uh, uh, you know, um, also former Orlando uh, Pride player. And 3-1 uh, to one score. Um, that's Messiah Bright right there up top. You know, holding the ball. What a player, too. Um, hopefully, this is a turning point also for the Pride. You know, here you go. That's the first one. That's the first one. Um, Callahan, she's just uh, scored, right? And uh, phenomenal goal of a set piece. Then you got uh, Adriana as well. That's, um, there you go. Let's see if we see Adriana scoring right there. Oof, that's a beautiful header. Uh, wow, beautiful header. So I'm very happy for the pride. Uh, I'm ecstatic. Um, McCutcheon, there you go. Haley, Haley McCutcheon, yeah. Um, and that's Adriana right there. Look at that. That's like the Facutores like in the, for, for the pride. <laughs> so uh, brand new player. Erica Timrak, too, with the speed, uh, playing the wing, being a playmaker. And look at that goal right there. Bah. Banger. Magic right there. Phenomenal goal. First goal for Adriana in the NWSL. Uh, very proud of uh, seeing the Pride win. Phenomenal win. Hopefully this is a turning point of events for the Pride as well. And, you know, more people need to go and uh, support the support the Pride. I mean, the, the Pride... Uh, they're definitely taking shape. I, I like the almost. way they play, man. It's exciting to watch. Those, those couple goals, they're very like quick counterattacking team a lot of the time. I think yeah. if, if Seb can teach them a bit more about like how to really become a th solid defensive unit, like that's like his expertise as an ex center back. So attacking wise, we're looking good. I think they just need to, you know. Find a way to stop leaking so many goals. We, we I think we've conceded every game so far for Pride, right? So, um, yeah, and not, on, not only that, but with the win, that with the win, the Pride have become the first team that has beaten San Diego Wave at their stadium. So we're the first team that beats the Wave at their stadium, uh, especially by three goals, uh, and uh, Michaela Clough recorded her first goal. Haley McCutcheon also. Score her first goal. Adriana, first goal and first assist in the NWSL. And uh, Erica Timrak uh, earned first um, 
assist of, of the year. And, um, you know, Seb Hines was delighted with the win. He said it in the post-press conference, uh, delighted with the win. Glim these are glimpses of what we can do, but he also was very level-headed and said, this is not, this is not it. So we need to continue this form. And uh, that's what I like about Seb and his coaching staff is that they don't, they don't just uh, feed on the clout, right? They, they just continue working. And I think uh, some of these young, young players that the Pride has are starting to become something more. Hopefully, uh, we're able to see a better form uh, in the upcoming games uh, coming up for the Pride, right? So um, let's uh, dive in uh, real quick with um, with what's coming in against Montreal too, right? I mean, we're 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 facing Montreal. Uh, let's look at the the standings real quick, uh, the MLS standings, so we can see where Montreal is is at. Uh, what are your expectations, John, regarding this th this game uh, against uh, Montreal, a team that right now, as the stands say, it's um, thirteen. On the, yeah, mm -hmm. 13th uh, in the East is a pretty – I mean, after yeah, I mean, they, they fired their coach, it's like it's been horrible for them. They have won the last couple of games, but then I looked at who they played, and they played Sporting Kansas City and New York Red Bulls. So I'm not sure that that's, you know, <laughs> too great. Like Kansas City are having a really bad year, and the Red Bulls are not on their bottom now of the East themselves. So they've beaten two of the teams that are at the bottom of – the East and the West, uh, they're still way down there. They're in 13th. You know, I think we have every reason we can beat these guys away from home. I expect to win. I I hope we just stick with the 4-2-3-1. I, I basically just want to see if, if Petrasso isn't fit, I would just go with the same lineup. Just yeah, go up. with Kyle. Go with the same You're thing. Let's, let's repeat. I think the Montreal have the same issues that LA have. I think they're, you know, in fact, a weaker team than LA this year in some ways, and really are just you know, I think especially in the attacking, you know, they're defensively very weak, and they've lost you know, they just lost Kamal Miller who went down to Miami in that trade, so I think that we can probably get another two, maybe three goals down there uh, or up there. Sorry, hopefully we make that happen. Uh, it remains to be seen, but this is a, an opponent that we sh we should be beating away from home. Um, in my opinion, this is a t this is a team that we should beat, um, and we have the players to dominate the mid, which is the two most the two strongest players they have in the roster are Shawnier and Wanyama, former Celtic player, um, and I believe that those are the two best. I mean, you may want to say Lasseter, too. He, he was a little bit of a, a bothersome. But they've lost a lot of players. Laipanen is no longer there. Uh, you've had also, um, you know, uh, intro, what's his name? Uh, former, <laughs> I just forgot his name. Come uh, on, Miller. There you go. I can't believe it. Come on, Miller. So they've lost some pieces. But if Orlando dominates the mid, so we, we put... <laughs> Cartagena and Araujo, or Dagger Dan and, and Araujo. And I think Shonier and Wanyama are going to have a tough time creating. Now, you have to understand, Wanyama looks for the foul, looks for the contact. He loves to push you. Uh, kind of. And the last game against Montreal, 
Orlando got a lot of yellow cards. I think we need to definitely watch out for that uh, because he's very a very a vocal player. Um, but Orlando has a huge chance here. I don't know what are your expectations uh, coming up, uh, Montreal, Paola. It's a must win for me because last time that we visit them, it was a playoff game. We lost, and I think they they have that little, um, you know that little revenge that we want to win. And I'm I'm off for it um, for the three points. And I wouldn't touch the formation right now, the lineup. I wouldn't touch them at all. So I'm looking forward for the three points away. Um, it's winnable. Like you said, if we dominate the, the midfield, we're going to be fine. And if Cartagena is on point and Araujo is on point too, We're gonna be just fine. Probably more more than two goals for this for this um for this game. Hopefully. No, I mean, I think you know, because they play three center backs. I ho I hope this doesn't happen. But is there a chance that we go to that you know back again to the three center no. back because they play? No, no, I don't. No, I, I don't want it. to do that. But I just hope that Austria doesn't make that decision. I think no, we're better no just stick it to the four two three one. I don't think we need to be switching back to the three center back system let's just but uh, that, that's the only reason why he might do it i hope he doesn't but no i don't think so because last year when they played on the playoff they didn't adjust with three center backs or did they i don't think so so we stick with the four in the back and yeah i wouldn't touch the front the lineup at all no, so i wouldn't i, would agree. I think the The four two three one, like you said, Luis, makes us midfield heavy, and we're just able to overrun yeah. them in that part of the, you know, and, 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 and dictate the game. Like we can play like where we had. I reckon we can get a similar level of possession that we had against LA against Montreal. Like we can just dominate the ball because they just don't have the kind of players right now to be able to dominate the ball themselves at home, right? So we can go and be the protagonist, like right. Felix to say. <laughs> And uh, I want to add um, something that maybe I was told, uh, you know, regarding the players. Like, so for this game against LA Galaxy, apparently they were giving a chance. The players is like, okay, you guys can go home. Some of you guys or whoever wants to stay with us and concentrate for this match, stay with us at a hotel. So we can be all together. Uh, we're more than welcome to. And so there were some players that went to their houses And there's some players that treated this as an away game, literally as an away game. Uh, and that's what I was told. And uh, some of those players were Cartagena that went to the hotel, Dagardan, Erzincara. You know, now, now it kind of starts kind of saying, hmm, right? Faku, right? So um, why Orlando City maybe plays away so well? Because they're all together. Like, they have to talk to each other. They have to mingle with each other, eat with each other, go to the bathroom. Not go to the bathroom with each other, but you know what I mean? They're with each other the whole time. They're able to say, hey, man, why don't we try this play? You know, and then tell Oscar, hey, Oscar, why don't we do, we'll try this out, right? So it gives them maybe more chance to have that bonding, right? And uh, maybe that's it. And maybe that works. So, uh To Montreal, I don't think we should change anything. I think it should be the same lineup as we did against LA. 
that's just the way it is. Uh, and we're going to need Petrasso is back. I would put Petrasso in. Yeah, I would put Petrasso in as well. I know that sounds I'll... harsh, but I I just think no, we need no. a real left back because we don't have any attacking. Like Smith is doing the job defensively, but we we don't have any offense far up that you know when angulo cuts inside there's no one there on the outside of him like mikey's right, standing I, on the right right i no no i agree with you i agree with you on, on that part but i do believe that um having the the two a six and an eight are uh, right in the mid uh against montreal that their strongest players are in the mid or needs to line up Either Cartagena or or Araujo, which is what they did in the last game, or Dagradan. So, but you just you're gonna need some some players that are gonna try to get the ball away from Wanyam and Shanier because they're gonna be the ones driving the ball forward for Montreal. You're not gonna see Lasseter running with the ball and doing like Angulo with with Ojeda. They're not. It's it's not this type of team. Uh, but you're going to see playmaking from Shania and Wanyama. If you shut those two guys down, if Montreal is going to fall, and I think Orlando needs to be and another improvement point that we need to definitely take a look at, the finishing, right, which has been the last three seasons has been the finishing. Uh, we need to finish the play. Like, you know, Mikey had all these shots all to the near post. Out of those, sh- out of those crosses, one goal. That's fantastic, right? But we could have easily had like two or three more, two or three more. We just had to have to finish the attacking play. So um, I don't know. Uh, any uh, what will be your score, uh, Paola, for for you in this game? Ooh, it will be three zero. I mean, Orlando? be optimistic. Yeah. Oh, you're drinking the the Kool Aid. <laughs> you're drinking the positive Kool Aid. You cannot. Cannot, cannot be positive here. Listen, uh, if we play like we played against LA Galaxy, that that they're in the same position in the standing as Montreal, I don't mind. So if they improve, see the tapes, see the errors that they made on against LA Galaxy, we can put more more balls in the net. So I'm gonna be optimistic. Three zero, um, bringing the three points back home. That's right. What about you, John? What will be your your score? Uh, well, I was just looking at a few stats for things to try and like get an idea uh, quickly of what I would say, and then I just looked at the injury list for Montreal. Oh my! Have you seen how many players they have injured? They have oh, eight no. players on the injury list, from what I can Oof. see, and some big names: Mason Toy, Lapalina, like you said. Uh, Romeo Kyoto, like these are guys that would have all started for them. Yeah. Right. So they're out of a lot of starters. Uh, also, when I looked at a few stats on our, we are ranked third in a way form this season, apparently. And Montreal have a points per match of 0.8, sorry, goals per <laughs> match in the last 25 of 0.8 goals. So, uh, yeah, I think all signs. Yeah point to a big win but you know i don't want to tempt fate i think i I think three nil could be i think i think i have to agree with paula i i they could maybe get one but i see us scoring two or three quite easily in this game as long as we play like we did against la it'll be three goals that's what i think i'm gonna go for a two nil win orlando win 
uh, I think uh, it's going to be Urgen. The, the 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 silence assassin, right? This that right, right? The silent assassin, the silent assassin, Urgen Car, right? And um, I think uh, we're also going to see Ivan Angulo scoring a goal. Right, so um, hopefully, you know, two games, two goals, Erjan Kara going going like this more often, right? I'll keep doing it because this is good, good, good karma, man. Just keep, just keep celebrating that way. If you're scoring, dude, whatever it takes, man. Right, right, Paula. I, think I just wish it. I want to see someone um, score a hat trick. I have never seen an Orlando oh, City player because really? I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't here. I, I think. Kyle Laren did one, but I wasn't here. I was living back home. So I want a hat trick, me being here, and probably Ershan can do three times this. So let's see. I don't know. I'm not going to jinx it, but I want to see a hat trick for, from some of um, the players. That's right. And we're going to end up the Loud and Proud Orlando uh, today uh, with – uh, another win by Orlando City, uh, Orlando City B. Uh, one against uh, overcome two separate deficits to defeat Toronto in a 3-2 thriller, right? Uh, they are unbeaten at Osceola County Stadium on Sunday night. They defeated TFC or Toronto FC um, with a 3-2 victory. And uh, honestly, Alex Freeman scored his third goal of the year to take sole possession of the team lead. And, uh, you know, Jesus Batiste scored the first one for Toronto. Then Alex Freeman tied. And then you have, you know, Toronto went up to one with Hugo Mbonga in minute 54. And then Abdi Salim. These are people that are signed up to play the first team too. Abdi Salim. Uh, with an assist of Wilfredo Rivera, El Mago Wilfredo Rivera, 2-2. And then Moises Tablante with a phenomenal assist from Fabian Loyola. Do you want to say hello to him? In the death, at the death of the game, minute 91, 3-2 Orlando win. Um, what do you have to add about OCB, uh, John, regarding this, this, this squad? A lot of future... I mean, the- it's the fight back, which I really like about this. You know, they went down in the third minute with that first goal, the TFC two scored, you know, and then they spent the whole, the first half trying to work it back. They get one back from Alex Freeman and then they go down again and they get back to two, two. And you can even go in at two, two, cause it, you know, you can still have a chance. I go straight to penalties in the way that um, MLX next pro works. So there was still a chance of winning the game, but then they go ahead and win it in the 90, you know, plus one. So, it's it's awesome to see, and I think that the set piece play from them is something I've been really impressed by. Like Kibonguchi got those goals last game. You know, we we see they seem to have defenders that can score goals, right? Moises Tablante is the left back, Abdi Salim is the center back, and Alex Freeman is the right back. So I think it's great that these guys are contributing both defensively and offensively for the team. They seem like a real unit and they're making, you know, Osceola like a fortress for them. Exactly. That's really cool to see. And I want to add before giving the mic to Paola real quick, um, there's no one bad seat at Osceola. Right, Paola? No, no, not at all. And 
for, to be honest, it's super fun to see OCB play. Um, I couldn't watch this match. I forgot that they were playing. I noticed that they were playing after the third goal that we score. So, um, but I have been up to um, speed and looking at the updates and looking at their matches in Apple TV. If you have Apple TV, um, yeah. they're streaming in there. So I want to go to an OCB game and, and support them because um, if you haven't watched our um, Fabian Loyola um, interview, he says that they feel a lot way much better with the fans there because it's like it's giving them you know the momentum and all that stuff so if you have not seen that interview go to our youtube see it it's super fun and support the ocb yeah not only that that's um, like a ten dollar ticket that's super cheap fun for you know family like if you want to if you're also if you're somebody who want to get like an autograph just for like your kids and they don't know the difference between a regular player and an ocb player just take them to an ocb game get yourself an autograph they won't know the difference, right? There you go. You got an autograph for <laughs> Fabian Lola, star player. It's going to be worth a lot of money when that kid grows up, right? So now I, I think know what if kind you want of a cheap experience, you want a lot of fun. No, there are like families that go out for Bossiola, right? I think it's a, it's an alternative, right? If you want to go watch soccer and you got a big family, it's a little cheaper. And, uh, yeah, I, and it's I, fun. It to, is fun. It's cool down there. there. They're they're doing a great job. There's a huge land community in in Kissimmee, and uh, I want to say uh, I think they we need they need to promote more OCB. Uh, I mean, if tickets are that cheap, I mean that stadium needs to be filled up. I mean, talking about I, I've partied in Kissimmee before, like 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 I'm telling you, like. There's like from all kinds, like Venezuelans, Colombians, Peruvians, from Cuba, from everywhere in Latin America. Like, and they're all soccer countries. Like, it, it needs to be full. And I think these kids deserve it because don't tell me you're only going to go when they feel when, when they're going to the final, right? I mean, uh, just, listen, we, I think we have to start supporting them more. And I, I'm going to say this, and I know I'm probably going to cost a lot of look, Moises Tablante. This kid is going to be in the Venezuelan national team. I know for a fact this kid, if the U.S. is not going to pick him up, I know his Venezuelan descent and he's from Venezuela, he, they are going to pick him up. I mean, this kid's a good player, and hopefully he gets his break too, just with Fabian, just like Alex, just like Thomas, maybe in Open Cup, League's Cup. He played, I think, with the first team last season. He has some minutes. Um, last season against Arsenal, uh, right? Mm-hmm. Against Arsenal, by all means, right? So I think it'd be great. I think it'd be great. Um, a great player. I mean, um, great player. Um, so with that, um, and with this great momentum, uh, I want to go ahead and uh, thank everyone that's been live with us today. Uh, if you are watching or listening to us, thank you so much for your support. Um, share the video. Drop us a thumbs up. Uh, leave us your comment. We'll respond to you. Check out on our social media um, uh, accounts. We are uh, available on uh, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter as LPO underscore podcast. Loud and proud Orlando as well. We're available on audio form in Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And obviously, uh, it helps us a lot if you subscribe. Click on the notification bell. Subscribe to the channel to Loud and proud Orlando. Paula, uh, last words you want to say? 
No, vamos Orlando. We're going to win on Saturday. And tomorrow, new episode for Tiro de Esquina, Tiro de Esquina. Spanish Spot. So tomorrow in our YouTube channel will be uploaded. And thank you for your support. John? No, just vamos Orlando. And, you know, let's get another <laughs> win. Let's keep this going. I want three yeah. wins in a row. Three in a row, guys. That's let's right. do it. And, uh, Positivity um, is the key. That's right. Uh, good vibes, my friends. Uh, vamos, good Orlando. Vibes. Take care, guys. Have a good one. Vamos, Orlando. Hi, this is Luis Carlos Pineda from Loud and Proud Orlando. I want to thank you for listening to us through Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Help us grow our Purple community by following us on all our social media outlets. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're also available on YouTube as Loud and Proud Orlando. We're available on Instagram as Pineda underscore O-R-L. We're available on Facebook as Loud and Proud Orlando. And on Twitter, as LPO underscore podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And vamos Orlando.